this play and have two plays to get the 10 yards, you think. Here comes pressure. Calzada steps up and delivers a throw. It's picked off. Picked off by Finley. A.J. Finley down the sidelines. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Pick six. Straight ahead. Oh, the ball's out. Coming out of there with the football is Darius Slay. Slay on the move to the outside. Walker's in front of him. Slay all by himself down the field. No timeouts. Right now it's a 58-yard try. Catch made. Can he get out of bounds? Ball's out! He caught it and lost it. And the Lions are on it. Trey Flowers back in the game after having left injured. Ah, oh, three highlights there for you. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast about news, narratives, takes, and gambling. What a weird football weekend it was. First highlight you heard was a pick six. Old Miss beats Texas A&M in the best college football game of the weekend, I do believe. Followed by Darius Slay on a scoop and score in which Teddy Bridgewater, the quarterback for the Denver Broncos, made a business decision. And the final highlight from the Detroit Lions and the Pittsburgh Steelers playing the anti-game of the century in which the Steelers, Pat Fryermuth, Fryermuth, excuse me, fumbled the ball in overtime, giving it back to the Lions. Game ends in a tie, 16-16. But we begin today, this day of football, with the real champion over the weekend, and that would be O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson winds up on some girl's Snapchat that winds up on TikTok. This girl is probably, I don't know, in her 40s. She's all done up. She looks good. She's got a low-cut dress. Her hair has been straightened and brushed. She's got some lipstick on. She's, just, she's out. She's out and about. She's having herself a good time, blowing off some steam. O.J. is there at the club, and let's watch this situation, and you can listen to it. He, They're like, hey, it's O.J. Let's take a selfie with O.J., and then he tries to kiss this girl. Let's watch. She's like, get out of here, son. Don't touch me. Oh, man. Good for you. You got the content and you didn't have to touch OJ. I respect you for that. Oh, man. Let's uh, start in the Green Bay game as well. It's NFL Sunday football. DK Metcalf. Um, so this is what's happening in Seattle. I, we'll start over. Russell Wilson has the greatest body in the history of sports because he rehabbed, and this is a true thing that the NFL Network said on television with their mouths because he told them to. You want to listen to it? You want to hear a cool he is here. Let's, should, let, here all right, let, let's listen to what Russell Wilson actually made them say. He made them say this. This is a real thing. 19 hours a day. So how is that possible? He rehabbed 19 hours a day. You want to hear it one more time? Here it is. Day. So how is that possible? Orders earlier this week. He rehabbed 19 hours a day. 19 hours a day he rehabbed his finger. Obviously he didn't do that. He's such a tool. So, that's part of this. Russell Wilson is back now. The second part of this is that Pete Carroll is the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, and despite having Russell Wilson, a unanimous top one, two, three, four, five quarterback in the last 10 years in professional football, he doesn't want to throw the ball. He wants to run the ball. Not only does he have Russell Wilson, he also has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, who are so fast, and they can go so deep, and they can catch the ball so well, they don't want to throw it. So, at the end of this game, DK Metcalf understands that the Packers are beating the Seahawks. At a certain point in time, 
It was 3 nothing. I think at halftime it was 3 nothing. Shouts to those of you who bet the under. There was snow pregame. It was a whole Lambo experience. DK's getting frustrated now. It gets 10 nothing, then 17 nothing. And this, uh, I have no idea who it was, some corner that isn't very good. He just grabs his face mask. And I'll be honest with you, he just looks like a, like a, like a beast. He grabs this guy's face mask. He gets ejected. But then shouts to DK Metcalf. What does he try to do? Let's find out. Wait, should I bring it up on YouTube for those of you watching? Let's do it. What does DK Metcalf do? There's a buck 13 left in the game. He just got ejected. Wait, play, sir. Thank you. Well, Metcalf tried to enter the huddle. <laughs> you, you're out. That's right. He literally was like, I'm not ejected. You're ejected. I'm going back. And they're like, dude, you're the most obvious person on the field. You're the most obvious person on the field. Packers beat the Seahawks 17 to nothing. Last night in Sunday Night Football, there was this weird offsides moment because a Raiders defensive lineman who was in a two-point stance in the, I guess it's the B gap, A, B, B gap, I don't know, between the guard and the tackle-ish, like right over the guard, actually. He's looking down. He's, 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 he's showing pressure in the, in the first quarter, first half against Patrick Mahomes, and then he leans over and enters the neutral zone and then just starts holding his hand up and looking at the ref. Why did he do that, I wonder? Well, if you're watching, look at this. He found... He found trimming scissors on the field. In the middle of a play, they're just like lined up in the trenches. He found trimming scissors on the field. Trimming scissors. Cam Newton scored a touchdown yesterday because his first game back in the NFL. I remember Cam Newton, he signed with the Panthers for $10 million. He's back. And he doesn't really know the offense yet, but they, they use him because he's, he's just a freak of nature athlete. And then he yelled at all of us. Are you ready, Cam? Say hi. Man, thanks for letting me know that. The Carolina Panthers dummied the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals missing all their best players. And I think the third-string quarterback came in for a while. So Kyler Murray's out. And Colt McCoy had played and won last week. And then third-string quarterback came in this game because the, the backup, Colt McCoy, got hurt. Shouts to the Panthers. They are good or bad, or I'm, I'm actually not 100% sure what they are. We talked about the Detroit Lions. Nobody wanted to win that game. It was, frankly, incredible. Dan Campbell gets his first non-loss of the year. Cannot go 0-17 now. Mike Tomlin with the quote of the century in postgame. How do you handle it? Everyone says, like, kissing your sister. I don't know. Mike Tomlin is just a wordsmith. Mike Tomlin, quote, <clears throat> I just met with the team. I acknowledged the fight. I didn't congratulate them for it. He acknowledged their fight, but he didn't congratulate them for fighting. Love it. Sidney Crosby had been hurt all preseason, all season last year, and he came back last night. I'm not going to show the video because it doesn't have any quality sound. It's just a check. So somebody I tried to hit him, and it was, it was Capitals versus Penguins, and that's an old rivalry. Ovechkin, Tom Wilson, Crosby, Mock, and all those guys. And somebody tried to hit him, and he just like basically grabbed this dude by the throat, used his momentum, and swung him into the boards. He should absolutely be suspended, I think. It was, it was filthy, but it's being debated. It's being debated right now on Hockey Twitter if you want to find that. Let's keep it to the NFL. Uh, anything, any other storylines? Oh, yeah, the Eagles have no idea whether or not they're good. I lost all my Eagles bets yesterday because they got up big and they kept running the ball. The over-under was 45 and a half and it ended up being 43. Darius Slay with a scoop and score. We mentioned the Teddy Bridgewater business decision. If you look for it on Twitter, I think what was, was trending was Teddy business decision. Teddy business decision. Because Slay's like cutting it up. He has this really filthy return. So he recovered a fumble on fourth and one. Darius Slay did deep in Eagles territory. And then he dropped it. And then he's like running to the left. And he's running to the right. And he's like all the way back at like the three. And then he just zooms up the field and, and houses it. To cut through the Broncos players, a couple of the linemen and receivers were pursuing him for a bit. But Teddy's like, oh, I tried. And it's, it's Darius Slay. It's not like a running back. Slay's I, probably one of the smaller guys in the league. 
in terms of weight and skinniness. So Teddy business decision allowed that to happen. The Eagles clown the Broncos. The Broncos, Vic Fangio's got to be fired. I mean, he's got to be fired soon. The Broncos are five and five. They traded the franchise, the face of the franchise, Von Miller, which is giving up. I know they crushed the Cowboys last week, but they just, they're so clearly not moving forward with Vic Fangio and to get beat like that at home against a not very good Eagles team is rough. Another clowning or whatever you want to call it um, in the NFL. There were two in the early window that were just nasty. And those are Patriots, Browns, and Cowboys, Falcons. Dan Quinn, the former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, is now the defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. He held the Falcons to three points, 43-2-3 was the final score in that game. The Patriots crushed the Browns. The Browns without Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, yikes, 45-7 at the Patriots. The Patriots are good again. The Colts beat the Jaguars, but the Jags cover. Yeah, baby, what's up? Another interesting game. Washington beat Tampa. Tom Brady has a couple of Achilles heels guys. He can't beat Taylor Heineke. He can't beat Nick Foles, and he cannot beat Eli Manning. He's just the weirdest guys. Taylor Heineke played out of his mind. The Saints beat the or the Titans beat the Saints. Got really lucky on a bad roughing the passer call. I saw it. I didn't think it was that bad, but everybody else did. Bills dummy the Jets. There are some bad football teams this year. You never know when those bad teams are going to play well, but alas. The Chiefs, everyone will say that they're back today. I didn't watch. I went to sleep. Uh, when I went to bed, it was 14-17 Chiefs early in the third quarter. The game ended 41-14. It appeared like they were back. The Raiders are kind of giving up on the season. They'd be kind of keeping themselves together with duct tape and spit and glue and stuff with the Gruden thing and then the rugs thing, and it's not not a good situation. The Vikings, nobody knows what the hell they're about. They're 4-5 and five on the year. They beat the Chargers in uh, Los Angeles slash Minnesota. It was 30 to 40% Vikings fans, obviously. The Chargers, they have a defensive head coach. They just will not be aggressive on offense. So, I mean, I don't know what else you want me to say about that. I mean, defensive head coaches, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't work. I don't know why people keep hiring them. Got to stop it. Let's pivot to college football when the game of the year in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Wake Forest beats NC State in the game we were all waiting for. I think Wake is almost locked up the division now let's i want to take a look at the standings wake forest demon deacons click they are six and oh in the conference so yeah they played they played north carolina in what was technically a non-conference game so their one loss is not a conference loss that's a real thing but it was to a conference team whatever so they're undefeated in conference play there are two games left on the season they are in first place in the ACC Atlantic ahead of Clemson, NC State, Louisville, Florida State, Syracuse, and Boston College. Just the way they drew it up, huh? Let's see who's left on their schedule. I know they have Clemson for sure. And after that, do they have a rival? I live in that area, and I don't know. Oh, they're, they finished at Boston College. Yeah, these North Carolina kids are not going to win that game. So they finished at, Cle at Clemson, at Boston College. If they lose both those games, I think it's entirely possible that Clemson is going to win after all of that, which would be annoying for everybody. Other college football storylines, of course, the lead story, Kansas, in overtime, beats Texas. At one point, I believe the Jayhawks were leading, let's see if we can do some math, 35-14 to 14 at halftime, uh, then Texas came all the way back, the game goes to overtime, if they tied it up, the game goes to overtime. Texas scores in overtime, then Kansas scores, and they get the two-point conversion, maybe we'll lead with that clip tomorrow. <sighs> Reddit College Football is the greatest Twitter account for college football on the internet. And all of the Texas hate has just been remarkable. Did you know that Texas is a losing record against Vanderbilt? Yeah. I know that now thanks to this Twitter account. Texas is headed to the SEC, which thank God as an alumnus of an SEC school. Jeez, we could use some gimmies. Texas and Oklahoma are trash. 
Oklahoma loses to Baylor, who is maybe or may or may not be good. College football playoff committee gets a big uh, pat on the back after that because they were like, hey, we're going to put Oklahoma at eight because even though they're undefeated, they're not really that good. Annoyingly, annoyingly, they were right. I really don't have. Yeah, I can't. I can't even argue with them on that. You know, like what? Well, how, how? I mean, they were right. They lost to Baylor. Texas is trash. Texas started 4-0, by the way, and now they have lost uh, six straight. Six in a row, the Longhorns have lost. Other college football uh, scores and information, Arkansas beats LSU in overtime. LSU just trying to last gasp for Coach O, who's actually never really been a very good football coach. He's a really good assistant football coach. Kind of. Possibly. I think. Baylor beats Oklahoma there around the top 10. Uh, Michigan goes on the road to beat Penn State. Penn State is a better program than Michigan, but Michigan beat them this year, 21-17. to 17. Utah beats Arizona. Oregon will have to beat Utah twice to go to the college football playoff because I think they have... I think they're scheduled against one another, Oregon versus Utah, right? They play... They, they, they have a scheduled game. Yeah. So next week... Oregon is in Salt Lake City, and then the following week is Utah, Colorado, and Oregon, Oregon State. Then the week after that, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's locked up now. It's Utah versus Oregon. Utah makes their second or third trip. Third trip to the uh, Pac-12 championships. They are 0-2 in the previous meetings against Washington and Oregon. This will be the second time that Utah and Oregon will play with uh, one of the two teams having a trip to the playoff on the line. Last time it was Utah. This time it will be Oregon. San Diego State and their brilliant punter. They get a win over Nevada. They're currently uh, in the top 25 yet again. Notre Dame beats Virginia. Notre Dame getting, once again, benefiting from their loss to Cincinnati more than Cincinnati is benefiting from their win to Notre Dame. Just the way you drew it up. That's why they schedule the games, folks. We'd like to give a shout-out to Lane Kiffin for being the first celebrity guest picker in college game day to be a coach in that night's game. He correctly predicted Baylor beating Oklahoma, and he correctly predicted something else that I forget, but he was, he was I don't want to say electrifying. He was, he was hilarious. He was just funny. So we're going to get you out of here on this clip. Pete Carroll, trying to challenge a play, reaches in his pocket and just finds the first thing that he can, he can find, and he just tosses it on the ground. Hey, Pete, what is that thing? Look at it. It looks like a mouse. Oh, Pete Carroll had like a mouse thing, like a little razor flip phone, and he just threw it on the ground. He just threw it on the ground. Apparently, it's an electric hand warmer. Pete Carroll threw an electric hand warmer on the ground instead of his challenge flag. What a weekend of pro college football. That's going to do it. I'll be back in better than ever tomorrow. Monday night football tonight. The Rams are playing the Niners. I need it for fantasy. I need it to win my bets. We'll review that and uh, start paying more attention to the NBA and the NHL as well. 